0: And today we're going to talk about uh, this idea, praise is the answer. Praise is the answer. Three people. I heard, I heard one here, two that praise. Uh, I, I do believe, we, because we were going to, we were going to go a whole different direction, I do believe that this is ordained by God. And I can't tell you how excited and passionate I am Uh, just to begin to communicate the things that are stirring in me concerning praise. Not only that, but I've just had a tremendous week coming back into a refreshing remembrance of the power of praise. And uh, I believe God wants to take this church this week and next week, next couple weeks on a journey, this, this idea that praise is... Praise is the answer. So let me begin with 2 Chronicles chapter, chapter 20, verse 12. Let, let, me, let me tell you up front that this is a teaching. It's, I'm going to be in a different form today. I'm not swinging from the chandeliers, and I'm not probably going to be yelling a lot. I'm going to be teaching today. So if you don't like the Bible, you're not going to like today. So we're going to teach the Bible today. We're going to take you on a we're going to be, we're going to take you on a Bible lesson today. Second Chronicles chapter twenty verse twelve it says, "O oh, our God, we are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us." Now we know we, we stopped with this story last week where God's people are under attack by three different armies. They're surrounded. They're outnumbered. They're outmanned. They are in desperate need. Uh, The the, the clock is ticking. Their devastation is right before them. And God's people begin to pray in that moment. There was no hope for them. And they begin to pray, and this is what they said. Oh, our God, we are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us. We do not know what to do. I want you to hear that again. We do not know what to do to do. But we are looking to you for help. Has anybody in the last few minutes, the last few weeks, the last few months, the last few years come to the, 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 the conclusion that, hey, I just don't know. Uh, maybe you're smarter than me. I don't know. But, but I've, I've come there almost weekly, almost daily. God, God I don't know what to do. They said, but our eyes are upon you. So what do you do when you don't know what to do? What what do you do when you don't know what to do? Uh, The next verse tells us, because this is the the battle plan, this was the strategy, this was the answer, everybody shout answer, that God gave them when they came to the, the, the realization that we don't know what to do. Bible says in verse 22, the moment they begin to sing and give praise, the Lord caused their enemies to be defeated. I would, uh, I would submit to you today that whenever you don't know what to do, praise is what you do. That was so good. I'm going to say it one more time and give you another opportunity to respond in a godly fashion and a godly way. Because if you don't have this realization right now, I'm believing by the time this series is over in the next few weeks that you're going to have this realization. Whenever you do not know what to do, I'm here to tell you, praise is what you do. Praise is what you do. In the challenge, in the crisis, in that situation, praise is what you do do. Father, thank you for the ability to speak your word today, to declare your goodness in this place, in this moment, to those in the room, those on the other side of this these cameras. God, I pray for your, for your touch today, for your healing touch today. God, I pray that you'd give us laser-like focus, that not one word would drop to the ground, that every word that comes forth out of this truth, this message today, would be embraced and received and planted in the hearts of your people. God, thank you today. Take authority over every demonic force of hell that would want to hinder and limit what you're trying, God, what you want to do, and what you've ordained to do in this place. God, our eyes are upon our eyes are upon you, Lord. Take this moment and change us forever. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you, Tom. If praise is the answer, and here's where I would like to start, and uh this is a teaching, so we could just unplug whenever you start falling asleep on me. But if praise is the answer, then we need an understanding of praise. Um, it's one thing to come in here and then sing our favorite songs and us start dancing and getting excited and whistling and cheering and yelling. Um, but, but it's not your emotions that's going to cause a breakthrough. It's your understanding of God's Word. Does, now, now, it feels good on Sunday, but, but the problem is Monday's coming. <laughs> and a lot of you lose your shout on Monday and on Tuesday. So, so what we're going to do is systematically help give some understanding. So when we, we, we say we need to praise the Lord, celebration, we understand what it means to praise the Lord. Notice Psalms 47, verse 6 through 7. It says, "Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our King. Sing praises." Have you, 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 you probably already need to connect the dots here that praises has to do with singing. Yeah, well, I don't like to sing. Well, you don't like to praise them yeah. because praises includes singing. Yeah. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our King. Sing praises. A lot of singing. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing, sing praises, notice, with understanding. With understanding. My concern is that we do a lot in the church without understanding. We just do it because it's a religious activity, therefore it's not benefiting our lives. The Bible says that in all you're getting, get understanding, right? And when you have an understanding, then you have a faith to receive and to act upon what God has communicated. Uh, And the only place that we can get understanding is from the Word of God. So that's what we're going to do in this lesson and perhaps next week is we're really just going to get our notepads out, (laughs) if you're taking notes, There's nothing like a preacher seeing somebody take notes when you've spent all the hours preparing and studying, and somebody is valuing what God is really. That's you. So, so even if you're not taking notes, take notes today. Uh, it, it, it's something you're going to need to get Or, or take your phones and uh, get screenshots Of the things getting ready to go up Because we've done a lot of work to help you A lot of Bible, a lot of verses But first and foremost Let me define for you uh, The word praise In the Hebrew language There are seven different Hebrew words That is translated praise Into our one English word So there are seven different Hebrew words, halah, yada, uh, toda, is uh, three of them. The fourth one is Shabbat, barak. Any of you ever heard of any of those? We've taught them years ago. I taught a whole series on this. Zamar, and then tehila, not tequila, tehillah. <laughs> uh, seven different Hebrew words that is translated into one English words in your word in your Bible. The word praise. Now each one of those Hebrew words that I just named helps define and helps give understanding to what praise is really all about. So for you to understand really what when God says praise, you', you got to go to all seven of those words and get definitions of those seven words so that you really begin to understand because it's not as, it's not as basic or as simple as you, As you would think, there are seven Hebrew words for our one word, and we just sum it up in one word and we call it praise. But within those seven words, you will find that praise involves singing, that praise involves shouting, that praise involves dancing, uh, praise involves jumping. I'm gonna throw this in. Uh, Praise also involves irritation for some of you. But, but let me just keep going. So I back up because when you, when you begin to look at these different words, this is when God says praise me, this is, this is what he's talking about. Singing, shouting, dancing, jumping, twirling. Any twirlers here today? Uh, clapping, playing of instruments, lifting of hands, extending of hands. It's kneeling and it's bowing. But listen to this. In all of these different characteristics of praise, you will basically see that praising God is simply giving God recognition. So when we say, let's praise God, we're simply saying, let's give God recognition, or you're saying, esteem God by exalting Him. It's giving God recognition or esteeming Him How? By exalting God, making it all about God. In fact, what's interesting is the psalmist throughout the book of Psalms will often follow up the declaration of praise by saying this, exalt God. So he'll say praise God and then somewhere in that verse he'll tell you to exalt, exalt God because that's how you praise God is that you esteem Him or you exalt God. So let me give you some working definitions of the word praise for this series of messages. Here's the first one. Praise is the expression and articulation that esteems God. And, and, and this is just hours and hours of breaking these words down and just putting it into a nutshell. Uh, so powerful. When God says to praise Him, it means to esteem and to articulate um, uh, and, and give expressions to God In other words praise is when you express When you articulate God's virtues God's values Or God's worth Say it again It's when you articulate Or you express God's value in your life God's, God's virtues in your life Or God's worth in your life Praise is when you express And you articulate your appreciation And your thankfulness To God over and over and over again, every time you'll see the word praise, you will a lot of times again not only see the word exalt, but you will also see the word give thanks. Why? Because praise is expressing it's articulating your appreciation and thankfulness unto God, right? You have to express it and you have to say it for it to be praised. Oh, you missed it. You have to express it and you have to say it in order for it to be praise. Let me give you a great definition of praise. I love this one. Praise is the joyful thanking and celebration of God's goodness. Praise is the joyful thanking and celebration of God's goodness. It's, you'll, find this, you'll find this in three different aspects. Thanking him for what he has done. Thanking him for what he is doing, and thanking him for what he's getting ready to do. Come on, tomorrow. In fact, in fact, uh, praise is a great expression of faith. It's one of the highest expressions of faith. Why? Because praising is thanking God for what He did yesterday, thanking God for what He's doing today, and thanking God for what He's getting ready to do tomorrow. So let me say that again. Praise is the joyful thanking and celebration of God's goodness. Why does that irritate people? Because praise is praise is loud. Praise gets noisy. You can't be quiet in praise. Because you have to express, you have to articulate. Pray, praise. There's other things that, that, that we get quiet, but not with praise. When, when, when we praise, for for you that don't like the praise, praise is going to irritate you. But but you need to you you need to start liking praise because there's there's answers in praise. Praise is the answer. Let me give you, let me begin to give you as I lay this foundation. Let me give you a short list of answers about praise. Here's the first one. Why should you praise God? Let me give you the short answer. Because He's Worthy. Because he why should I praise God? Because he's worthy. Psalms 18:3 says, I'll call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. Why should you praise him? Because God is worthy. Why should you express? Why should you articulate and esteem and exalt God? Because he is worthy worthy think about it in light of all that God has done for you does God not deserve your I mean dear God he woke you up this morning don't don't act like you did all that by yourself come on without him none of what you did last week would absolutely be possible some of you forgot that you're not your own savior You're not your own maker. If God did not give you the breath to breathe, you couldn't have worked that business. You couldn't have got that paycheck. You couldn't have bought that car. He's worthy. I said he's worthy. Come on. Celebration, we know he's around here, he's worthy. Can I get a witness? Around here, we understand that he's worthy. He's worthy of our praise. We praise him for our homes. We praise him for our families. We praise him for our businesses. We praise him for our word. We praise him for our health. He is worthy and he's the source of our help. Mm. Started preaching already. Tell somebody close to you that God is worth your praise. Now turn to that second person you didn't choose the first time. Tell him, Tell him, tell them God is worth your praise. I wasn't going to read this, but I'm going to read this, one. Just, just just it makes me happy. He's worthy. Can I remind you? Can I remind, first Peter 2.9 says, "But you are a chosen people a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the, what? The praises of Him. Now, why in the world would I articulate? Why would I esteem? Why would I exalt God? Why would I sing? Why would I twirl? Why would I dance? Let me tell you why. Because He's called you out of darkness and into His marvelous light. Come on. Does anybody have any praise in here? In other, in other words, sweetheart, you're not going to hell. You're going to heaven. That's enough to praise him. Oh, he's worthy. Why? Because I'm not on my way to hell. I'm on my way to heaven. He's worthy of my praise. He's called me out of darkness. He's called me into his marvelous sight. He's worthy. Why should I praise Him? Because He's worthy. Let me give you another one. When should you praise God? Here's the short answer. Every day, at all times, continually, forever and ever. (laughs) That pretty well wraps it up. Say it again. Every day, at all times, continually, forever and ever. Psalms 145, verse 2. I will praise you every day. I will praise you forever and ever. Psalms 119, David said in verse 164, David was addicted to praise. How many of you know David knew something about praise? He wrote most of the book of Psalms, which was the hymnal for the early church. They used the book of Psalms as their hymnal. And David says seven times each day, I stop and shout praises for the way you keep everything running right. Maybe that's why things aren't running right for us. Uh Uh-oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. David says, I know why things are running right. I'm just not that smart. I'm not that cute. I'm not that good looking. I know why things are running right. I know why my business is succeeding. I know why my marriage is succeeding. I know why my finances are succeeding. I know why my health. He says, I, I know why it's going on here. In fact, I know it so much, i got to stop seven times every day, and i got to shout praises to my God. Come on, I want to hear some praise. Take a praise break in here. i get loud and rowdy in here. guys are already catching on hebrews 13 15 therefore by him let us walk continually so how often should we praise continually offer the sacrifice of praise to god the sacrifice of praise to god notice this is a side note but since we're here in the verse notice that praise is a sacrifice <laughs> in other words it costs you something It's not always easy. That's the reason why most don't do it. It's not always easy. You don't always feel like doing it. But you don't wait to feel like praising to praise. You praise because the Bible tells you to praise. I said you praise because the Word of God tells you to praise. You praise because He's worthy of your praise. So you don't praise God because you feel like it. Because if you wait to feel like it, you're never going to praise Him. And I'm here to tell you, you're missing out on the answer. It's the answer to what you need in your situation right now. You don't wait to praise Him until you feel like it. You have to begin to praise Him because the Bible tells me and teaches me to praise Him. You see, the time that you should praise the Lord is the time you least feel like it. Yeah. 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 Oh, we're going somewhere with this. The, the, the time you should praise God is the time you're the grumpiest the most frustrated, Hmm? just agitated, frustrated, like I cannot believe they're doing this, this way, all these shouting people around here. You, You should be praising. When everything is against you, that's when you should be praising. That's the time to praise. Praise is a sacrifice, and it's most accepted to God when it costs you the most. That's a powerful statement. It's most accepted to God when it costs you the most. You don't wait to feel like praising to praise, because the truth of the matter is you'll never praise. You praise Him because He's God. And when you do it, when you don't feel like it, I'm here to tell you you're coming out of those feelings. You're coming out of that discouragement. You're coming out of that depression. So when should you praise? Every day, at all times, continually, forever and ever. Here's the next one. How should you praise God? How should you praise God? Here's the short answer. With all your heart. With all your heart. Psalms 9-1. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell about the wonderful things you have done. This is is actually really huge with God. Let me just slow it down just a little bit. God is looking for all of your heart. He wants all of your passion. If you don't put your all into it, then you're not going to get anything out of it. I'm going to say it one more time. If your praise isn't moving you, don't think it's moving God. If you don't put all of you into it, then you're not going to get anything out of it because praise has to be everything. It has to be. That's the reason why it's so important in these in these services that we don't get distracted. That's the reason why it's very hard for even those at home. It's easy to get distracted. With you need to give God your full attention. And sometimes it pays to just to get on your calendar. I'm going to take these hours out and I'm going Godward, and nothing is going to distract me. I'm giving God my whole, my whole you shouldn't be on social media right now we should be giving God our whole come on, our whole heart and God knows he's pretty smart, God knows whether or not you're giving him your whole heart did you know when Isaiah says this about God's people Isaiah 29 verse 13 God knew their heart, notice what it says these people claim to be mine and praise me with their lips but they don't mean it their hearts are somewhere else Question, is your heart somewhere else today? Huh? Their hearts are somewhere else. God is saying this concerning his people. He says, far from me. Their worship of me is just a routine repeated without thinking. Sounds like most of our churches today. Huh? Their worship of me is just a routine repeated without thinking. These smart people. <laughs> oh, that's funny. God's calling. These smart people who thought they knew everything will turn out to know nothing. God says, these smart people who think they're smart, they know nothing. Worship. How should you praise God? Answer, all of your heart. Give God all your heart. Here's another one Who should praise God? Who should praise God? Short answer, every person who is alive. Every person. Who is alive? Now this is interesting. I don't have time to get into this, but in Psalms 148, it gives a list of 40, or excuse me, 29 different categories or kinds of people who are to praise God. It's a very interesting chapter. The whole chapter just ha- outlines, you know, the young, the old, just the, the, it just lists all kinds of kinds of people that should be pra- praising God. There's 29 different categories in that one chapter. But just in case you're still in doubt, Psalms 150 verse 6 tells us who should be praising the Lord. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So if you're breathing, if you're alive, you're supposed to be praising. I said if you're breathing and you're alive, you're supposed to be praising. If you don't praise God then you're misusing your breath. I said, if you don't praise God, then you are misusing your breath. In fact, the, the only ones that the Bible say, says that, they, that don't praise Him, you find this in Psalms 115, verse 17, the only ones who don't praise God are the dead. So we know some of your problem. Some of you are just dead. Oh, you're alive, but you're dead. So if you don't praise God, then you know your problem. You died and you didn't realize it. And it's time to come back alive and start praising him. Just some short answers to some questions about praise. How many of you at least give me another 15 minutes? Let me now give you, let me now give you six. <laughs> I know some of you are not gonna believe this, but six quick benefits. Quick benefits. Six quick quick fifteen minutes, six quick benefits or facts about praise. In fact, Tom, you can come back because we're going we're going to get back into this. Um, now, now 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 you should be happy with me because I actually came up with fifty different <laughs> benefits. No, I'm serious. I, I could teach 50 different benefits to praise. You, you don't realize praise is the answer. Oh, I'm here to tell you, we're going to wake up to the answer today. I'm here to tell you what you're dealing with, what you're going through, your hurt, your pain. I'm here to tell you praise is, is, the, is, is, is the answer. So, so let me give them to you. I'm going to give them to you and just try to give the verses and just, just a little bit of commentary, and then we'll go to the next one. This first one, you know, it's very easy, but here's the first one. Praise is how you access God's presence. Yeah. Praise is how you access God's presence. Psalms 104 says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him. So that's what praise is all about. So give thanks and bless his name notice the bible teaches us that praise is how you access god's presence now god's presence is everywhere at all times but for it to manifest in your life for it to manifest in your life and have effect in your life you got to open your mouth and esteem god Verse 4 in the message translation of the same chapter says this. Enter with the password. Thank you. Make yourselves at home. Talking praise. Thank him. Worship him. How many of you know that a passcode or a password is important in the day we live in? You can't get in your phone. You can't get into... You know, your, you use your, your ATM card or whatever it is, we understand the importance of a password or a passcode. It's the same thing with God's presence. You don't, you don't get the presence of God unless you begin to, to praise. Praise is the access code to the presence of God. Psalms 22 and 3 says, You are holy, O God, who inhabits the praises of His people word inhabits means God lives in why is it so important as a church gathering that we come together and begin to praise Why? because God lives in that moment I don't need what you have and you don't need what I have but we all need what he has and if we'll quit looking at each other and come together on mission and on assignment of what these services are all about we worship him and he inhabits or he lives in Oh, and where His presence is, there's fullness of joy. Where His presence is, there's healing, and there's deliverance, and there's breakthroughs, and there's answers. Amen? Amen. Psalms 140, verse 13, the righteous will praise you indeed. They will live in your presence. How do you live in the presence of God? Begin to praise Him. I'm talking about the presence where it manifests in your life. His presence is everything. How do you get into His presence? By esteeming Him, by thanking Him, by celebrating Him. If you don't praise God, you will not experience God. No praise, no presence. And God's presence is everything. I could stop right there because I'm telling you that's huge. That's huge. I can't live without His presence. No, you you wouldn't like me without His presence, and we don't like you without His presence either. We're all so much better when we're living in the presence of Almighty. How do you get His presence? Come on, this isn't hard. This isn't difficult. You may not feel like it, but if you open your mouth and start declaring His goodness, I'm here to tell you, He'll live in that place. He'll show up in that place. He'll come to that marriage. He'll come to that home. He'll come to that business. He'll come to that situation. He lives where the praises of His people live. Here's number two. Some of these overlap, but here's Number two, I think this is a huge one right now for so many of us. Number two, praise removes sorrow and sadness. How long are you going to hang on to your sorrow? How long are you going to hang on to your sadness? Praise can fix it today. In Psalms 30, verse 11, it says, you have changed my sadness into a joyful dance. You have taken away my sorrow. And surrounded me with joy. How many of you know? There's just some, there's just some prob, there's difficulties in in this world, in this life. There is trouble. How am I going to deal with the trouble of life when it when it grieves me and and and, and causes sorrow to come to me? Verse 12, verse twelve says, "So I will not be silent. Here's what I'm going to do. I'll sing praises to you. I will give you thanks forever." In other words, God delivers you from sorrow and sadness so that you will praise him but if you're not praising him he's not delivering you from the sorrow and the sadness come on i I think somebody ought to just praise him right now i think somebody ought to just worship him We're, we're familiar with this one this 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 is prophetically speaking of jesus's ministry of why he came to the earth as our example it says in Isaiah 61.3, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. Whew. See, I could preach right there. I could. We could stop and be there all day. Come on, you're coming out. I prophesy. You're getting ready to. Ah, you're coming out of that sadness. You're coming out of that discouragement. You're coming out. Somebody shout! I'm coming out. This is the whole purpose of God in your life, to console those who mourn in Zion, the church, to give them beauty for ashes. You don't have to live an ash pile life. God wants to give you beauty. He gives you the oil of joy for mourning. Catch this, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Notice it's the spirit of heaviness. Be careful how long you embrace a spirit of heaviness it is a spirit heaviness here means it means oppression it means depression it means despair it means grief it means sorrow it means sadness and there is a spirit behind it and it's the devil himself trying to steal trying to kill and trying to destroy and God says I got a garment for you take off that sadness take off that depression take off that grief and put on and put on the garment of praise for the spirit see here's what happens heaviness is lifted off of your life when you praise him praise is the answer Oh, you're not hearing me. Praise is. If you're looking for help today, I got the answer for you. Praise is the answer. Praise is a garment, the Bible says. Therefore, you have to put it on. Yeah, you're not going to feel like doing it. That's why you need to do it. You have to put on that garment of praise. You have to wrap yourself in it. You have to wear it and and, and, and what will take place when you begin to express your gratitude and thankfulness? You begin to articulate God, you're good and your mercy. You go shut yourself in a room at home, and for the next twenty minutes, you just walk the floors of that room, saying, "Lord, you're good and your mercy endures forever. Lord, you're good and your mercy endures. God, you're good. God, you're good and your mercy endures." You can't do that for just a few minutes, and all of a sudden, you start getting a new garment. It's called the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. If you want to get rid of sorrow and sadness and depression and grief, what do you do? Start praising God. If you'll start praising God in that grief and that sorrow, you know what's going to happen? Satan's going to run. Satan's going to run. Yeah, we, we, we get it. We, we understand there's a, lot of, there's a lot of pain in this world, but you don't have to stay in pain. Oh, there's a lot of suffering in this world, but you don't have to stay in that suffering. Oh, there's a lot of disappointments in this world. Has anybody lived long enough to realize that life doesn't go the way you planned it to go? There are disappointments, but you don't have to stay in the disappointment. You can put on a garment, of praise, and that heaviness can be lifted off of your life. I declare for this house it's time to send that spirit of heaviness away out of our homes and our families and our churches. Say bye-bye to that spirit of depression. Bye-bye to that sadness. Oh, the enemy wants to steal your joy. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. You have no strength if you have no joy. No wonder why he wants to burden you down with heavy discouragement and heavy depression over the things that you thought or things that didn't work out the way you thought they were going to work out. But you can come out of it. Uh, It's not easy. You're going to have to put your flesh under you're going to have to open your mouth. You're going to have to be intentional. You're going to have to have a game plan. You're going to have to, you're to, have to understand what praise is all about and your part in praise. But if you'll start doing it, I'm here to tell you minute after minute, moment after moment, heaviness will begin to leave you. Satan will run from you. Come on, it's time. It's time. It's time to get through what you've been going through. I said it's time to get through what you've been going through. Praise is an antidepressant. You don't need more alcohol. You don't need more pills. Huh? You don't need more therapy. You need a praise break. That's what you need. You need a praise. When's the last time you praise? You who are sad, when's the last time you praise? You who are grieving, when's the last time you spent praising God for just 20 minutes? It can't stay. When you praise the maker and the creator and the joy giver. I wish I could get some help. I wish I could get somebody to to believe what I'm talking about today. Praise is our answer. Somebody shout, praise is our answer. Praise is an antidepressant. Some of you are are strung out on medication. It's time for you to get strung out on praise. Praise. Oh, my goodness. Praise is a mood enhancer. Any moody people in here? We can fix you. We can fix you. When my wife gets moody, I just send her to her room. Start praising, baby. Just start praising. It's a mood enhancer. Some of you are chasing stuff down, trying to find it in a bottle, trying to find it in a pill, trying to get get yourself counseled through it and out of it. And I'm not against the counseling, and I'm not against the, well, I'm against some of that. (laughs) You start praising, it affects your emotions. It affects your mood. I'm stopping on this one because you're not getting it. If you'd get it quicker, I'd move on to point three. Praise is an energizer. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Uh, this, notice what the psalmist says. I'm about done. I'm going to have to stop. Some of you, this is, this is the one you need anyhow. Huh? Here's number three. Excuse me, let me me give you one verse, and I'll give you the number three. Psalms 42, verses 5 through 6. I think this is important because the psalmist, see, 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 we live in a world. You're going to find yourself sad and depressed and grieving, but notice what the psalmist says here. Why am I so discouraged, and why am I so troubled and upset? Instead, I'll put my hope in God, and I will praise him. So, so the psalmist said, I, I've got the answer. I'm, I'm upset. I'm discouraged. I, I have trouble in my life. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put my hope in God, and I will praise him once again as my Savior and my God. And when my heart is breaking, I will remember your kindness. L- let me give you a third word that is usually associated with with praise in the Bible it's not just exalting but it also is goodness when the Bible tells you to praise it will tell you to praise him for his goodness he's not a bad God when you start remembering how good God is oh dear Jesus do you know some of us wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for the mercy can I say that again I said that wrong we wouldn't even be here today if it wasn't for the mercy of an almighty God. I've come to tell somebody today, praise is your answer. I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to spit these out. Here's the third one. Praise reveals answers and solutions. Does anybody need any answers? Anybody need any solutions? Notice what he says here. David says, I tried to understand all that was happening to me, but it was too difficult to figure out until I went into God's sanctuary to praise. I can't tell you how many times in my life that I've done that over and over and over again. And I didn't know what to do when I didn't have the answer, when I felt like my back was up against a wall there, there there's no way out, just shut the door. Just go into the sanctuary, and you begin to praise. Why are these Sunday gatherings so important? Hello, sanctuary. Because there's help here. Because there's answers here. I'm here to tell you as you praise Him, the answers to life's problems begin to come into your life. You don't focus on getting the answer. You focus on the one that's going to give you the answer. It's called praise. And you declare and esteem His goodness, His beauty. Number four, praise releases increase in blessings. Psalm 67, verse 5, May all the people on earth praise you. Notice what happens then. Then, not until, but then, the earth shall yield her increase, and God, our God, will richly bless us. Yes, God will bless us. Notice that if, if you're going to get it from God, if you're going to get blessings, from you can get wealth from de- the devil. You can get a brand-new car and a brand-new house, and you can have all the stuff, and the devil can give it to you, but it will be controlled. But if you're looking for God to bless you and God to increase you where it doesn't bring you sorrow and you can still serve God in it and you don't have to serve your job and your business and your stuff, hello, not getting much help there. Here's how you do it. When you praise Him, then the increase comes. Then the... Oh, we just figured out how to tap in to the increase and the blessing and the provision of an almighty God. The increase of blessings are released when you begin to work all the time. No. Some of you wouldn't have an increase if you didn't work all the time. That's not God's way. That's the devil's way to control your life so you have no time for him. Got quiet in here, but I'm going after you right now. It's time to make adjustments. There are blessings and there are increase, not in your work, but in your praise. Somebody ought to start praising Him. It'll open up doors. It'll give answers. It'll give solutions. In the book of Malachi, Malachi chapter 2, the whole chapter talks about how your blessings are cursed because you don't praise God. Number five, praise is a spiritual weapon. Psalms eight one two it says, "O oh God, from the mouths of children and infants come songs of praise to you, to you." And strength rises up. This kind of praise has power to shut Satan's mouth. Childlike worship will silence the madness of those who oppose you. Notice that the enemy is silenced. When you begin to praise God. No no wonder why the enemy doesn't want you to praise God. So, so, so what is this saying? It, regardless how weak you think you are, if vulnerable children can impose silence on the enemy, then so can you when you open your mouth and begin to praise him. Come on, somebody ought to praise him. Stand to your feet and I'll give you the last one. Stand to your feet and I'll give you the last one. Here's number six. You didn't think I was going to give them all, right? Praise prepares the way for God's supernatural help. Psalms 50, verse 23. It's the praising life that honors me. As soon as you set your foot on the way, that's the way. The way is the praising life. As soon as you set your foot on that way, the praising life, God says, I'll show you my salvation. Salvation is deliverance. It doesn't mean eternal life only. It means deliverance. It means protection. It means prosperity. It means victory. God says, once you set your foot on the way, what way? The praising life way, then I will show you deliverance. I'll show you protection. I'll show you prosperity. And I'll show you victory. Praise is literally the trigger to releasing the power of God in your life. When you start understanding this, it's like, why are we silent? We should be the most rowdy, most, most jubilant, most expressive, most worshipful. Did, did you, can, can, can I, most of you don't know this, but the Bible speaks that one of the reasons why God chose the Jewish people, do, do you know why? Yeah. The Bible's very clear that one of the reasons that God liked about the Jewish people is that they were an expressive people. God don't like you just sitting there. God chose the Jewish people because, in fact, we talked about it last week, when they would get captured, their enemies were so amazed with their worship that they would try to get them to sing for them because they loved to hear their jubilant, expressive dance and worship and twirls and jumping and expressions and articulations to God. Come on, that needs to get back in the church. Well, well, well brother, you know I'm just I'm just not that expressive until you get to the football game. I mean some of you have been going bananas over March Madness, but you come in here and you're go, hey. going crazy over a basketball. Going crazy over a football. Come in here and act like you have no emotions. No, you have emotions. You're just not, you're just not using them for God. And, and no wonder why you have no increase. No wonder why you have no blessing. No wonder why you're heavy. No wonder why you're depressed. No wonder why you're sick. Come on. It's time. that everything that has breath praise. Praise the Lord. Woo. I think I've preached my It's been a long time since I've taught. I gave you a boatload. One last verse, one last verse. One of my favorite verses. Yes, 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 I love it. I like it all. Some of you that irritated you. Get over yourself. Now everything needs to be done decently in order, and we'll tell you if it's decent and in order. (laughs) One well, my favorite verses of praise right here. "Who is like you, O Lord? Majestic in holiness, Awesome in praises, working miracles. Notice where God becomes awesome in your life.. Whew. God becomes awesome in your praise. God becomes so awesome in your praise that He begins to do miracles in your life does anybody need a miracle then you need to open your mouth and with all your heart begin to give him glory and honor oh you are good and your mercy endures forever come on is god worthy today does god is god deserving of your praise is god deserving of your praise does anybody just feel like right now I could just yell, I could just scream? I could just Hey! Hey! So, so. Oh. So, so, so. See, some of you don't think that's praise, but it is. One of those words, I think it was tequila. No, tequila. It has to do with a shout Remember the walls of Jericho Did not come down because they were silent They came down because they were oh, Sometimes it takes a shout I said sometimes it takes a shout The shout of victory The shout of praise The shout of triumph Hear me today Hear me today, those in this room, those online. Hear me today, the habit of praise, the habit of all that we get back in the habit of praise. I have to be honest with you. When God directed this church back into this and I began to look, I go, Randy, how stupid can you be and still be breathing? Why have you neglected this? Why have you sidelined that this is the most important thing? This is how you got to where you're at. The enemy is brilliant at distracting you away from the things that matter to get you to put your harp in a tree because you had difficulties to cause you to lose your song and your worship and your praise. He knows that there's victory in your praise. You ever start using your praise, God becomes awesome and miracles start to happen. The habit of praise needs to be our natural response to everything we face. I wrote that down this last week. Felt like God spoke to me in my prayer time when I said, God, I repent. I stop praising. No, I, no, no. I sing. I sing t- three songs in church every 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 weekend at nine o'clock. Usually four. I mean, they're like ten because they're so long, right? Like some of you say, "Oh man, that worship's are so long." Really, really. Do you do you need a miracle? Huh? Do you do you need a breakthrough? Come on. Do, do you need some antidepressant? <laughs> Come on, that's how we go, that's how we get it. And 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 I've said, God, how did I how did I let this slip? How did I let this go? God, how did I get distracted? And I felt like God was saying the habit of praise needs to be your natural response to everything that you face in life. Randy, in the good, in the bad, and in the ugly. Just praise Him and watch. What happens? Because he's awesome in praise. I've come to tell somebody today that praise is the answer. Come on, shout that out when they say praise is the answer. Shout again. Praise is the answer. Thanks for listening. If this impacted you and you'd like to partner with us, go to celebrationchurch.cc slash give to help us reach people with the message of Jesus.